Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. I'm David. And I am Joseph. Not John David today, but you're just <laughs> David. Um, Actually, yes. no. Today, I will be <laughs> Jeremy David. Jeremy David. JD. JD. Jeremiah Jingleheim. No. <laughs> but yes, we are all here, and we have a few things to talk about. And I guess the big thing that we're going to talk about is... The gal, uh, the Galaxy's Edge. Nope, which is still open edge. and it's pretty great. Anyways, no, <laughs> but uh, Jedi Fallen Order gameplay was released. This yeah, they weekend. had um, E3 is going on as we speak right now. Uh, it's a giant gaming. I don't want to say convention. It's like a expo. Yeah, yeah expo. Good word. Um, great that word. happens once great a year word. where they where the gaming community comes together and kind of releases all its big things. And and honestly, Jedi Fallen Order was like a big centerpiece to it this year because I think everybody wanted. One, they wanted to hype it up, and two, I think everybody was kind of like, what is this going to look like? Is it going to look good, or is it going to look... Well, and the other thing is, in my opinion, because of the gaming community, EA has been throwing out some clunkers. Yes. Um, And so, with them teaming up with, I think it's Respawn, the guys who did uh, Titanfall, they're, they're hoping that those two teams together will really produce something great, and... From what I saw in the gameplay trailer, holy smokes, did they put something together that I think Star Wars fans are going to like. It looks, I mean, some of the uh, the things look like the Force Unleashed, you know, maybe yeah. a little bit, but most of it is like, whoa, yeah. that's that's interesting. What did you think about it, David? I thought the gameplay was awesome. It yeah. was kind of what I've been wanting this whole time. Yes. When you swipe someone with the saber, you see like yes. the molten pieces of them like kind of like yeah when he was off. when he was fighting the scout troopers in the very beginning of yeah. the of the trailer and you just see the the laser lines through their chest and torso i was like oh. yeah and the, the like little parkour ability as well running on walls that momentarily. was awesome. well, and what's funny is that's like a um like a signature thing from respawn they had that in titanfall as well right right so oh, really? yeah okay. so it was no, kind of they already new. had the code for it yeah um but yeah, it, it looks incredible. The force powers that they showed that um, Cal, the main character, mm-hmm. can use, which is some looks so a little, awesome. <laughs> yeah, some of it though was a little like, ooh, I, I don't yeah, know I think, if a Jedi should be like. I, we were texting. I was like, that seems a little uh, dark side to me. There. <laughs> what, what was the big one that got you like the power that he that he could do? Um, because yeah, throughout I, I mean, the, I, yeah. all three of us are going to say the same thing. I think yeah. the time stop. Where yeah. he where he froze lasers and stormtroopers in their tracks, um, much like Kylo Ren did yeah, in the Force Awakens. Like Ren, yeah. um, but then when he pulled the stormtrooper who shot the laser beam and then scooted over a couple steps so that that same stormtrooper got hit by its own <laughs> laser. <laughs> yeah, what, I, a, what a way to go! I <laughs> mean, <laughs> what a, <laughs> it's like, dude, that that really. Yeah, sucks. I I lost it. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Like yeah, he yeah, that was awesome. It was amazing. Um, for me, the one thing that he does in the clip because with the clip, if you haven't seen it, it's it's him going on a, on a quick little mission. We only see like maybe like ten minutes or thirteen minutes of a mission. I think it's, the one I saw was thirteen minutes and forty seven seconds. Yeah, exactly. And, and Saw Gerrera. Uh, okay, yeah, he meets Saw Gerrera, and it's Forrest Whitaker as the voice yeah. of Saw Gerrera. Uh. And at first, I got confused because, like, wait, the timeline doesn't make. Yeah, it does. Yes, Never. it does. It's right after Shoo. episode three. And then, uh, then it made it made more sense to me. I did the same thing. I was like, Sakura is 
where is his hair? Oh no, this is fine. Okay, this is yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> he's bald, so he's he looks the same from the beginning Rebels. of uh, Rogue. From Rogue, Rogue One, one but, and, and it's a similar design to what they had in the yep. cartoon. And I love the droid. The droid looks cool. Okay, what's his name again? Oh, it's BD-1, and it stands for Buddy Droid 1. It, <laughs> they, they had started it in um, when they were just developing the game. They mm-hmm. just kind of put BD-1 in there as a uh, like a placeholder. Yeah. And by the time the game came to production, they were like, BD one still works. BD, it does, it, 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 it sounds like Star Wars, like BD one. Like it's like, oh yeah, that's a that's a Star Wars. Yeah. Story. And BD one, uh, first, it, it, almost like with uh, Iden Versio, it, it hangs on his yes. back. But BD one actually legit hangs on his back, whereas uh, Iden Versio's uh, had like a little. It was like an inter- like a modified right, interrogator yeah. droid almost. Yeah. And he had like a, a section on. She had like a section on her back that it could just that like clipped into. This guy looks like he's literally just holding on to yeah. to his his back, and he almost treats him like a dog. Like he's so like, actually, okay, I, buddy. I have the BD one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thing from StarWars.com. All right, what you got? That I saved. Um, so BD-1 is a companion droid designed to assist operations in remote or dangerous locations across the galaxy. BD-1 has an almost disturbing enthusiasm for data collection and little regard for self-preservation. Um, like other BD units, this droid was programmed to be the ideal assistant to a researcher or explorer operating alone in the field uh, with its ability to traver- traverse all types of terrain. Nice. Um. Yeah. When I saw BD One, I was like, "Dang!" I thought Dio was a cute little droid. I thought BB Eight was a cute little droid before that, but BD One's adorable. Yeah, BD One is adorable. <laughs> yeah, he's like a miniature Walker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He has the little the little legs. He, I was trying to get his. He almost looks like Ed Two Hundred Nine from RoboCop Two. Yeah. The way his legs. He reminds me of like uh, the Mouser droids from Ninja Turtles. Yeah. You remember the '90s cartoons? Yeah, they they had little chicken legs, and oh, okay, okay, they okay. would. There was like a million of them, and they would eat you. Jeez. I got dark really fast, but anyway, I'm just kidding. Ninja Turtles, what are you going to do? But, uh, but yeah, BD-1 looks really cool, and he even like talks him like a dog. He goes, did you hear that, buddy? Yeah. They they want me to do this. Like, this is pretty cool. And so, what's his name again? Cameron Monaghan, I'm going to call him. What's his uh, name? The character's name is Cal. I don't remember the last name. So, Cal is this this young guy who has a ton of power, mm-hmm. but he's also, and they make it apparent in just the few clips we saw, he's still young. He's yeah. still a young kid. Cal Kestis. Kestis, thank you. Kestis. And, um... And you could tell, like when he gets told, he's like, "Oh my gosh, I get to do this! This is so yeah. exciting! They need a Jedi." Well, here we go. Well, and he was and, he was a Padawan that escaped yep. Order sixty six, so it's wild. It's awesome, and the gameplay, like we said, is really cool. The graphics look really great, mm-hmm. and he did something in the um, in the game that I was like, "Ooh, that was weird." Was he was able to pull the last like words of a stormtrooper, like the last memory, out last of a memory of a stormtrooper yeah. out. Wow. And he was able to hear what the last thing they said, mm-hmm. and I was when I saw that, I was like, "Dude, yeah. either either the Star Wars fans are gonna love it, or they're gonna be like, that's the power we haven't seen before. This is not, you know what I mean?'" Well, like, and that's also we that's one of the ones that I was like, "That feels dark yeah, side a one, little bit." Yeah, that that and the the way he murdered people was kind of dark side, but yeah, they're stormtroopers. Yeah, it's stormtroopers. What are you gonna do, right? You, yeah, it's all right. Um, <laughs> but also, so in in the gameplay trailer, they're on Kashyyyk. Yes. And other than fighting stormtroopers and the um, yeah, whatever the, those troopers were, the, I can't remember what they're the, called. Like whatever purge I, troopers, is that right? I know Colin would know. I think they were purge. I think it's purge troopers. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, other than fighting the Imperials, they, he also fought creatures from Kashyyyk. Yeah, <laughs> the giant spiders, the exploding bugs, whatever those were, the yeah, fire was, bugs. Yeah, that was weird. Right? Um, yeah. 
So if you get if we get a each planet has its own creatures that you fight, its own citizens that you fight alongside or mm-hmm. fight against. Dude, this game is going to be insane. Um from what I understand the gameplay trailer happens about 3 hours into the game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I think what we saw at the uh, the, the trailer they showed us, mm-hmm. I think that's like just the beginning of the game when he finally learns to like let himself become the Jedi because in the trailer as you remember he's like trying to hide right, trying not right, to do right. anything and then at the end of the trailer is when he reaches out and he grabs his friend mm-hmm. so I think that may be the first three hours of this game yeah is, is him going from point A to yep. point B basically. and then and then when we see him now in the in the gameplay is like the the story is now right. taken off and we're gonna get to see him yeah that's probably the right after the prologue of the game you know so after the, let me ask you this question is, is he gonna live is he gonna survive this thing this game I don't know. Because that's a good question. And that's um, one thing I don't like. I mean, I love I love that they're introducing these characters, but then it's like kind of like that, okay, well, if he lives, what's he doing throughout 4, 5, and 6, right. you know? And, or if he dies, it's like, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah, know? he's really big. Yeah, true. I mean, they can go anywhere. Um, and they need more stuff. One of the things <laughs> I know for sure, uh, the guy who hosted the EA play i think was the the event that they did at e3 um asked the game developers you know a lot of star wars games will give you an option between light side and dark side and you can build points either way to either thing does this game have something like that and the developer just went up no it does not have anything like that um so it's just a, st- a story they know it's the- a straight story and the end result is it's gonna be the same for everybody i believe so but also cal becomes a jedi Okay. That's the end result, if I'm not mistaken. Or he dies. Or he dies. We don't know. But, but yeah, from what I understand, it's it's the story of a Padawan becoming a Jedi Knight, becoming one of the few Jedi who are left alive in the galaxy. And you know what's cool is, you know, Cameron Monaghan is... That's how you say his name, right? Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very talented actor. Yeah. To where if they did like a standalone Obi-Wan Kenobi... He's he's he still he's still at the age yeah. where he could show up in that and and talk to Obi Wan about stuff and it would work. It wouldn't be like, well, what's he doing? No, no, it would work. Yeah. So, what if he yeah. popped into the Mandalorian with some aged up makeup or something like that? Yeah. I mean, like I said, he's a super talented actor. And when I saw him at Celebration, I was like, what's he doing there at Celebration? Yeah. And then I was like, oh man, he's like the oh, face snap. of yeah. Fallen Order. That's amazing. And yeah, it was. It was yeah, so it definitely cool. it got my hype levels up. Real big for yeah. watching that game. Play I cannot. Trailer. So that this game comes out. What was it? November fifteenth. Yeah, 15th. and it's set for. Uh, you can pre-order it now. Yeah, and they had PlayStation a, Four, Xbox One, and PC. They had a deal where it was like really cheap a couple of weeks ago, and I, I, I was gonna do it, but I forgot <laughs> to order. It was like it's like forty bucks or something. like oh, really? that To order it. I mean, so, and um, I mean, you'd be saving twenty bucks, but hey, still, you might be able to find a deal on Amazon. And uh, so, Force Triple Force Friday. Triple Force Friday. Uh, we're only gonna get like what, like shirts from it and like a poster from it because they're they're, they're promoting Mandalorian, the game, and the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. The game's not gonna come out until the next um, two months later, almost or a month no, later, about a month. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, what are you? Well, how are they going to promote merchandise, toys, merchandising, merchandising? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's where all the toys are going to come out. All the, um, yeah, all the Lego sets. Yeah, which I'm always excited for. I was going to say we need a button here of Mel Brooks saying merchandising <laughs> anytime we get a chance. But uh, yeah, because I because I was always convinced the game was going to come out. On Triple Force, oh, triple force, 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 force right. <laughs> and that we'd be, all be able to come home and just play it all night and 
But I like I like where they're like when they're releasing the game because it'll it'll give you a, you know we'll have the Mandalorian we'll have the game yep. it'll be just enough Star Wars stuff to tide us over until the Rise of Skywalker comes out. So they're hoping Disney you get Disney Plus mm-hmm. and then when you're done watching Mandalorian you put in Jedi Fallen Order right. and play it right away and then. Um, and then you wait a month, and then there's the Rise of Skywalker, pretty much. I saw a screenshot from one of the, I guess, one of the betas of uh, the Disney Plus yeah. um, Star Wars screen, and Clone mm-hmm. Wars is already listed on there. Yeah, I saw that, too. So they're going to get seasons one through 6.5 six or whatever. Are going to be ready to go for you to watch, so that's really great. That's, yeah. I got excited, and I got a little too excited because I thought the new season was going to be on there. Oh, no, that doesn't but come out until later in 2020. Like 20, yeah, I was like, damn. But uh, it, was, it was pretty pretty cool though, and uh, but yeah, Disney Plus is uh, what it, we should start seeing more. When is D twenty three? That's like this summer, right? Yeah. yeah, I think it's right either a little bit before. I think it's a little bit before Comic Con. So, so it should be happening at some point. In time, so we're gonna be getting soon. some massive like. Disney Plus, Disney Plus stuff, stuff, and they're gonna show us the interface. I mean, they already showed us, but they're gonna really like show us. This is what to expect in a couple right. of months. Uh, and I'm excited for Disney Plus. I'm like really excited. But anyways, uh, actually, it's August 23rd through the 25th. Is this D23? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then, yeah, that's and that makes sense that they'll they'll give a good preview of it so everybody gets might excited. release a full length trailer for Ooh, Rise of Skywalker at that point, possibly, or the Mandalorian, or both. Man, they're not going to release another. I mean, as much as I want them to release another uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer, they're going to wait until October to release that. Or is it October, or November when they release the tickets? It's been the past few years, been October. Um, yeah, I would. Oh, I'd love for them to, to show us. <laughs> uh, and Toy Story Four would be the best time to show a trailer or The Lion King. Imagine that you get to go watch The Lion King or Toy Story Four, and then you get another Star Wars trailer. And you're just like, dude, this is great. No, every time I see the Star Wars trailer in theaters, I get hyped. So, ah, me too, man. It's like, yes, yes, it's awesome. What you got? So I went to uh, one of the uh, one of my five hundred first brother's birthday party yesterday, and they were talking about stuff, and they mentioned something that I had never read, seen, or heard about. You know? Oh. And the big thing with five hundred first is like coin trading. We we trade metal coins with yeah. each other, and they're customized. And someone brought up, did you hear about the coin at Galaxy's Edge? I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, you buy a coin and it's their currency. It's credits. And you have to load it with at least $100. So you do that and then you can walk around the park, hand your coin off and pay for your stuff with the coin. Get oh, out of town. that is amazing. So they load credits onto a, a credit chip, basically. Right. Republic credits? Or well, well, apparently it's <laughs> new Republic. Credits. It's actually oh, yeah. Batuan ancient currency. Ooh, so sick! They, oh, yeah. so so it legit is, and like, it's a metal coin. Mm-hmm. This thing ain't gonna like break or anything. So you can keep it afterwards, and right. if you go back to Batu, you can load it up with more money. Yes. And they're limited, I don't know to how many per person, but you can't like go and say, Hey, I want a bunch of these coins. Yeah, I'll take And they sold yeah. out the first couple of weeks, I think. Oh well, yeah. And because they got like really hot and on eBay they started showing up for eighty dollars a piece oh, without wow. any money on them. Well how much do they how much do you buy them for when you're there? You have to I'm not sure what the price is, but I know you have to at least load a hundred dollars on it minimum. 
that would suck. You got to spend like 20 bucks on the thing and then to add another $100 just so you can spend it. I mean, they'll still take like my debit card and stuff at yeah. in Batu, right? Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah, it's like really cool. That's like a really I mean, cool. that is pretty legit though. I mean, yeah, that's what we were wondering is how immersive is it going to be? Like, will, will, will yeah, you not even pull immersive. out? I mean, it gets, it's as immersive as immersive as you want it to be. That is a hard sentence. That was a very hard sentence oh, to say. Man. Thank you Sorry, for everybody. that one out. But uh, that's I awesome. That for, I did that for the listeners, though. <laughs> that was for you. Um, that's really cool, though. I'm glad that they have something like that in, in place for yeah, you that's when pretty you go sick. there. Um, but uh, whatchamacallit. What else we got in the news before we get to that other that other topic that we might lose listeners for? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it just depends. There's a, Yeah, there's a topic we're going to come up here now that might be controversial. Do you want to get into the Akbar stuff? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's so, so Akbar, the actor who played the puppeteer for Akbar, which is the guy who's in the in the suit, right? Is that correct? When we yeah, say I puppeteer? believe so. Because the guy who did the voice passed away, I think, like right after the Force Awakens or right before e- the Force Awakens. Right after. Was it, was it right after? Correctly. So the, the voice of um, of Akbar had he passed away, and mm-hmm. he had he had a really good voice. I remember when you see Return of the Jedi, he has a really good. Yeah. When you see it's him commanding, like, yeah. the voice. And so the the actor who did the puppet of Akbar back in Return of the Jedi, I mean, why do we keep saying puppet? Never mind. Because uh, <laughs> well, it is it's a very it is a puppet it is impressive a puppet. puppet. So he came back for the Force Awakens and the, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. And as we all know, in the Last Jedi, Akbar dies off screen, and the actor has he did it once. And I think at Celebration, he also like kind of came out and like really bashed the film. The Last Jedi right. for how they treated Akbar and how they treated him on the set. Uh, and you just said it before, and I think you should say it now <laughs> before the pot. Before so the we pot. were talking about about yeah. how. I mean, we should probably get into exactly what he was upset about. Okay, yeah, go. For um, it. So he was upset because you know he's on screen for maybe a shot or two in he, the Last Jedi. He's on screen, yeah, for like one or two shots, um, and then he gets sucked into the void of space. Um, yes thanks to some TIE fighters. Yes. Um, and after he was done shooting, <laughs> I think it's kind of funny, but the the group that was there, including Ryan Johnson, said, hey, in costume, can you come shoot this thing on... Uh, just look into the camera as Akbar and say, it's a wrap <laughs> as Akbar, because it's funny. It's like, amazing. Uh, That's phenomenal. Like, um, why would you not do that if you're making and, a movie? And I think he did it. It sounds yeah, like he, he did yeah. do it, but he said afterwards he had to go off by himself for like 30 minutes because he was so upset with the way that he was treated as an actor and and the way that they, they mishandled the character in his opinion. Um, which, I mean, it, he's not wrong per se, but, um, you know, the character of Akbar is huge in especially in the extended universe yes. and and in the movies but when you look at the movies he's got 10 to 15 minutes of screen time in return of the jedi not even 10 to 15 i mean minutes. it's intercut with giant space battles and, yeah, if you, and i think if you were to lines. add up all the scenes akbar is in it's probably like less than 10 minutes like, like all together like all together yeah. it's less than and 10 that's minutes. including Re- return of the jedi um force awakens and the last jedi yeah you're probably right. Uh, so for an actor who got a grand total of nine and a half minutes of screen time, for him to be this upset, 
the character is huge in the extended universe, especially with the comics and the Clone Wars. The had this clo- huge thing. Clone Wars, the yeah. Clone Wars. That's a great storyline in the Clone Wars, where he gets the king put back into power on mm-hmm. on the planet of Moncala. Um, but in the movies, he wasn't that big of a player, and yeah. so for him to be this upset by by a joke and not treating him as a joke because he does do a great performance as that oh, yeah. character. Um, they said the the article I read had uh, I think David sent it to us. Mm-hmm. It was the one where. Um, you know, after uh, I think it's Vader's Super Star Destroyer goes down, everybody on the bridge is all celebrating, and Akbar's just like, whew, like takes a breath mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, we we did something yeah, yeah, right, yes, yes. yeah. Um, and that was the actor's call, which was a great call. That's a, that's one of my favorite parts of that battle was everyone's all cheering and you just see him like, like kind of oh, slump gosh. into his command chair Thank and God, take yeah. a break. Um, but for him to be this upset. He's he had a small part. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I don't agree for him to be um that upset about a role. It's almost like if the character the guy who did the voice of Watto like was like Why isn't Watto in Why isn't Watto like everything. he gets all mad and they're like, Well dude, you only had like a, a couple of scenes. Actually I think Watto has more screen time than Akbar does. It's probably close. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. And then oh. and then now he was talking about how he didn't agree with the fact that it was um Haldo, who did the the, the suicide, who run. did the Haldo maneuver? Yeah, yeah, he was like, it should have been Akbar. It always should have been Akbar, and like Akbar should never like. It was unfair for him to die off screen the way he did. For all the fans, don't worry about that. Uh, for all the fans, <laughs> like to see, um, what's your opinion about Akbar dying off screen? How did you feel about that? I remember we had dinner at the the pizza place in Chicago, <laughs> uh, your friend, man, he just went off on Boston. On <laughs> he was like, Akbar died off screen. Like that doesn't make any sense. How do you feel about him dying off screen? Uh, probably both ways about it. I mean, I would have preferred him to like not have been on the bridge at that certain moment of time. Maybe he would have been in like the restroom or something. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff's going down. Akbar. <laughs> wait, I, wait a minute. Where's Akbar? He went to the restroom. Stuff's going down. Akbar. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> but then, but then, but then the controversy then would be like Akbar wasn't even there on the bridge. Akbar's he should like, been there. I get the nervous poops. I have to go. <laughs> Sorry. In my, at my home planet, you don't understand. <laughs> you understand. You it's understand. too warm on this bridge. <laughs> Actually, they would prefer it warm and clammy. That's true. That's very true. But anyways. <laughs> Um, I like, thought they keep it cold. Well, because they're under no. If if I remember correctly, the the Moncal ships are are very like the moisture in the air is very very high, and I believe it's warm. I could be wrong, but I think it's it's almost like a tropical feel because they live mostly under. Some of them because, live underwater. Well, because they're amphibious. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool, but anyways, okay, so. You're okay with him. You you rather he would not have died on the I was kind of like let down when that happened. Mm-hmm. But that's your opinion on all of the, <laughs> the last Jedi. Well, not all of it. I mean, how but... would you okay, l- l- now let's ask this question. How would you have done it differently? I'm not saying like we're going to make fun of you. I'm just, I want to know like how how could Akbar's death been something meaningful? But it has to pertain to the story that it's being told at that moment because at that moment you have a really intense scene of Leia and Kylo Ren communicating with each other. And then imagine if the scene happens and then they just cut to Akbar because he said they filmed it. They filmed a stunt guy like flying toward mm-hmm. the window and like grabbing mm-hmm. on and flying out. Well, during that scene, Leia is like force sensing yes. her son. Mm-hmm. And it could have been one of those situations like everyone evacuate the bridge. Everyone gets out and it's only her sucked out. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that leadership still lives 
and it's just her, and she's like the last one out. You know, could have been set up like well, that. Well, it also always bothered me that she was the only one we saw get sucked out on screen. I mean, well, it was focused was like so close, it's to, her so close to her face. Yeah. But so whenever they get back into it, I I personally was like, "Where's Akbar? Where's the other people that were on the? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like I hadn't I just." It makes sense that they all got sucked out, but they were, it was just done, and it didn't really leave anything. They didn't explain it to the audience at all. Um, I mean, I guess he was like, the next scene, we're going to tell you what, what did happen. Right. You know? So I guess that was that was their justification for not... But I, uh, I guess for me, the, the, the emotion that was going on at that moment, you couldn't have done it any other way with what with what they were trying to to show at that moment because at that moment it's between Ben Solo and Leia. Right. Like that's all that matters in that scene. And so I was thinking about it and I can see why they cut out a scene of Akbar like trying like almost flying out and like grabbing on and flying out again. Cause right. Because like, imagine the your your average moviegoer who knows Akbar from Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. who doesn't watch the Clone Wars and they just cut to the scene and you're kind of like Oh, why did that guy get like a moment? You know what I mean? Like, why did why did this guy get this this moment before it all happened? Well, and the, with the new trilogy, there's people that have never seen the original trilogy that are like, oh, yeah, this is a good jumping on point. Um, so yeah, yeah, I want to say right here that uh, yeah, Joseph was right. Uh, the indoor temperatures were higher than average, and the humidity <laughs> in the air was intense. See, I was I'm always thinking about Radis. Radis is the different. Mon Cal's the, yeah, he's from the yeah, northern... They're, yeah, they're used to colder. That's why my brain went there. But yeah, the traditional like orange-colored Mon Calamarian mm-hmm. species. Well, well, there's a few white ones there on the bridge of Return of the Jedi, right? Like, no. aren't there? Not no. on the bridge. There's, okay. Uh, no, the white ones are in Rogue One. They're yeah. only in Rogue One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I could have sworn there's like a light-colored one. But anyways. Oh, Mandela effect. I'm just joking. <laughs> but, um... You put that out there, dude. <laughs> so, okay. So... Akbar should have gotten more of a moment, or should Akbar have lived and then done the the suicide run there at the? At that the that would have been fitting for him to do that, but Disney had a stance on sending a character named Akbar flying into a superstructure <laughs> because of the whole reality we live in <laughs> yeah you know as we, you know you say that it it does make sense right. for them to like be like yeah mm, he no, should we not have, we yeah. cannot have him do that because it immediately like i could see the memes popping up all over you know the internet immediately like as soon, right. as, soon as you see the ship fly in somebody would pause it and they would just write you know right. anyway so if ryan johnson got that memo from his higher ups maybe then it's like where he was like oh i gotta do something with hackbar now He's not in the rest of the film, mm-hmm. but then again, maybe just not show him. Maybe yeah, I'm not running around. I mean, yeah, but then I don't know. For me, when when it says that he died, yeah, I was like, oh, I was I was disappointed. But then I was like, man, this is a, it got real. It gets real at that right, moment, right. and I think that's a really cool thing to to yeah. do. Or you don't show it. I mean, as, I know in the film they always tell you show don't tell like right but for some of those moments you're like oh man like this this is uh this is really serious like akbar's gone and and it happens so fast you can't even you can't even grasp that it happened mm-hmm. which is I, then after that happened i was like okay i get it like i'm okay with not seeing akbar i'm sad but i understand what they were like this happened this happened it's serious we have to keep moving now our our ultimate two leaders pretty much 
which would be Leia and Akbar are not here. Right. So right. we need to. Yeah, Leia's, Leia's so, unconscious. Yeah. And I was like, I get it. I get it. And, uh, but some people were like upset. They should never have, he shouldn't, he should have had a moment. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah I'm okay with him not having a moment when he, when he still died. got nine of them. Yeah, he's still yeah. around unless he dies in the in the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> we have no idea. I mean, he could. Okay, so um, I have a feeling him and Rose Tico are going to have screen time together, like a decent amount of it. God, I hope. Like some of the, like Rose Tico, Leia, and Nynub are going to be, like on some alliance base or something. I just hope this the Rise of Skywalker is like three and a half hours long because <laughs> everything we're talking about, it's like, yeah, I want a whole movie of that. You know, I am, like I want a whole. Movie I am of very curious about the runtime of that movie. It has to be long. I think. I think once it should in, be the longest. I think once mm-hmm. Endgame did what it did, and for some odd reason, this new generation thinks it's the longest movie. Endgame was made. what three hours. It was over three, three hours, hours, two minutes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not but that long. Did, that made me <laughs> so mad. King was three hours twenty minutes. Yeah, right? but you and that's re- the un unbridged yeah. version. But you got to remember, this is this new generation who doesn't know about anything from like beyond right like past 2005 they were born when return of the king yeah and they're like oh my gosh what am i gonna do watching a three-hour long movie but how do i'm like this is not the first time it's happened so y'all need to <laughs> yeah i was like y'all were not there for all you the guys would have died when gone with the wind came yeah. out <laughs> <laughs> you guys would have been decimated when titanic came out but uh you know titanic wasn't even three hours long it was like almost three hours it was like almost right at the three hour no mark. it was three hours long was it three hours yeah, like, it, was it came on two minutes. vhs's yeah, yeah but they were like and they hand that thing. Anyways, um, <laughs> but uh, what should we call it? The Dark Knight was a long movie. For, for those kids who don't know what a VHS is, it's yeah. uh, it was <laughs> the the pre DVD, yep. which is the pre Blu Ray. <laughs> Titanic runtime was three hours fifteen minutes. Oh my that gosh! Five minutes. On. That was that's with credits too. No, I don't know with credits. I think, the, I think it usually include, includes Does credits. It? Usually. Okay. Because when you look on Netflix and it's like an hour and twenty seven minutes, like it's really only going to be like an hour and twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, they had to get that. My heart will go on there at the end, though, man. They had to play that whole song. That song slaps. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna keep everyone there through the whole credits. They're gonna watch that whole song. But anyways, but I really want the the Rise of Skywalker to be like three hours and like fifteen, three hours and ten minutes long. At least three hours. Or. You just have a story that never stops, and you make it two and a two hours and forty five minutes long. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the 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 way everyone's talking about this movie, and the way we've seen in the trailers. It's like mm-hmm. this movie's not going to let up, and that's what I really want with the Rise of Skywalker. I want it to move to like oh, it's going to move. I, I don't want there to be any <laughs> drag. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. When you sat down for Infinity War, and it was just pop pop pop, like one thing after another. In and Infinity then when you sat down War. for Endgame, you're like. And then the last like thirty minutes, you're was... like pop, pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's another controversy. We're not gonna talk about. It. We're not gonna get into that. Anyways, um, so Akbar dies off screen. It's okay. We're all okay with it. Would have been cool to see him do the Haldo maneuver, but I understand why. He but didn't we understand a hundred percent why they they did it that way. You know who else they killed off screen that nobody remembers? Uh, Bail Argata. Yeah. He gets killed off screen, but well, the... he gets killed on screen as along with the rest of his planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so depressing. I mean, I'm not wrong. If we're, if we're not mistaken, if you he, zoom really, really in on the planet, you, you can see, see him go off. You see him hugging his wife next to her, uh, next, next to Leia's droid, nursery droid, and they they hug each other. They see the bright light, and he says it was so hot, and like that's like where they died. 
it was depressing. They have that scene in uh, from it's, a certain point of yeah, view. Yeah, that's that's what I was yeah. uh, citing. Was they they it describe how they died? You're it's like, rough, man. That scene is real rough. To it's watch, not fun. Uh, to read through. It's not fun. I thought they were gonna end it at a certain point, but he goes. He just felt the, the immense heat before yeah. he remembered nothing. I was like, oh, what? Anyways, so he dies off screen, kind of, but uh, <laughs> more or less, nobody was really concerned about that. But then the argument is, well, Bail Organa wasn't around when they made those movies. It's like, but don't think about it that way. Think about it as one, two, three, four, five, and six. Yeah. You get to four. And one, two, like, three, four, Rogue One, five, six. Yeah. Four, and then you're six. like, oh, he, that's it? He just dies off? It's like, yeah. It happens. Again, he had like 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> All right. So most of it was him standing around looking angsty. Or him just walking into the camera on Rogue One, like walking into the light, just staring. Yeah. And then like oh okay he's in the movie <laughs> honestly i thought that was gonna be his only part in uh rogue one, in rogue one at yeah. the very beginning when he walks in just stares i was like all right that's how it, i trust it her with my life <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's get to the um the the rumor that uh popped up and you told us about it and then i put it on instagram that we're going to talk about it so yeah we're one of my facebook friends mentioned it and i'm like oh, okay and then i <laughs> and then i saw it pop up in a in a media publication and then popped up in another media I'm like, whoa, this thing's getting traction here. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, it might work. It would be Brie Larson cast as Ahsoka Tano. Okay, so do you think this rumor started because they met each other at Galaxy's Edge? No, and she posted I think it's on just Instagram. F- Personally, I think it's just a fan rumor. I don't think she's like in talks or anything. Mm-hmm. But she did show up at the opening Galaxy's Edge, and we all knew beforehand she was a huge Star she's Wars. She's a fan. huge right. Star Wars fan, and she's close friends with Sam Jackson as well. So she has an in there. She didn't already have an in being kept Marvel and Disney. <laughs> well, well, not even <laughs> that. She's freaking Brie Larson. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't have to have an in to anything. They could just be like, "Hey, you want to like? Do you want to come to Galaxy? Do you want to come to Galaxy? Hey, or she could be like, like, hey, I really want to be there.' And they'd be like, "Okay, you're Captain Marvel. We're gonna make it happen.' <laughs> so how do you feel if if say this does happen? How would you feel Brie Larson playing? Ahsoka? I'd be fine with it. I mean, she's a great actress, and if she's if she's right for the part, yeah, I'm all for it. I could see her doing it. My only issue is she's not old, and by the time <laughs> Rise of Skywalker comes comes around, Ahsoka Tano when Ahsoka Tano when Luke and Leia are born is already like seventeen. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, she's already left the Jedi Order. She's decided And then when to... we see her at the end of Rebels... Spoiler, she, sorry. She might be in Rebels, whatever. Uh, she's... That's a, almost a full 20 years later. So she's like... But does that species age? So that's my one issue yeah. is I don't know how Togruta's uh, age. Okay, I don't so, know if they've got a regular human lifespan or if they age slower. So here's another question. How would you feel about Brie Larson being the voice... I actually could see it. Uh, she's got sort of that lower. She's got that adult Ahsoka Tano yeah. voice almost there, and I think if with maybe she worked with Ashley Eckstein a little bit between the two of them, they could figure out like a good facsimile of the Ahsoka voice. So uh, let me ask you this: So you know how a lot of people say Mark Hamill's the best Joker? You know he is. when he comes when, and then the movies come out, no one's ever says God, it's it's not Mark Hamill's voice so I'm not going to like this movie you know what I mean that's true so why but but so the thing is okay where you're going is why don't people get upset that it's not the Mark Hamill Joker yes. voice in the movies because it's not the same character 
It's a different, uh, okay. it's it's a different, a different interpretation. interpretation of the Joker. That does make a lot That's of sense. That's why. If, if Brie Larson shows up as Ahsoka Tano in Rise of Skywalker, it's the same character from the Clone Wars cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's the same characters from Rebels. But man, I don't think they're going to have her... I don't think the odds of that being real are very, very small in my opinion. Although that's a hell of a way to promote, you know, Clone Wars. Yeah. If you throw her in the Rise of Skywalker and everyone's like, who is she? And then they're like, boom, start watching Clone Wars and you get to hear her whole history. How cool would it be if it's, if she is Ahsoka Tano, there's no spoken lines though. She's just used as like the body double for Ahsoka because she's kind of got this a similar body type to mm-hmm. adult Ahsoka, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, muscular, thinner lady. So, so you mean like they just sh- have her? Like they show hollow vid of her doing something. That'd be nuts. Dude. I could see that. I mean, they do weird um, cameos like that in, you know, with stormtroopers and things like that why not just throw some orange makeup on brie larson and <laughs> put a headdress on her and say or they just Ahsoka. digitally like digitally do it you know what i mean just like put the dots on her face and like paint the oh yeah, yeah over her and there you yeah. go and speaking of bringing animated characters into live live on screen um people have been thinking maybe we're gonna get to see hondo in the rise of skywalker at some point because we're gonna see, we know we're gonna see the Thai echelon that's parked in Galaxy's Edge right. in the Rise of Skywalker. So who else is at Galaxy's Edge? It's it's Hondo, and we now have a live action Hondo. And I also found out that the TV screens that you see at Galaxy's Edge, it's not the animatronic; it's an actor in the makeup doing Hondo. So that's not animatronic. The only animatronic I think you see is when you actually see Hondo like in full, person. Full form. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So you think we're going to get a live-action Hondo? Well, no, no. I'm not saying I think. I'm just saying a lot of people are talking about that. That would be that. That's a possibility. Cool. That'd be because, wild. Because, the, because you want to tie in the Galaxy's Edge. Yes. That, I was going to say merchandising. You, you want to cross-promote as much as possible. And so that would be a smart thing to do is to have him fly it on the Falcon and land it. And then the movie, like he could start the movie off with flying in the Falcon, landing it, and then the, they leave from there. Well, no, he timeline wise, he wouldn't have the Falcon. At I that thought point. he has the Falcon. This would be wrong too. Oh jeez, <laughs> I thought he has the Falcon. It, the Bat ba- two takes place between the Last t- Jedi and the the Rise of Skywalker, doesn't it? I don't believe so. The way that I've interpreted it is Batu's at the very end of the film of the the, the Last Jedi, the Rise the, of Skywalker. Oh, this is afterward. Yeah, we should probably look that up right now before we. Lead our lead our listeners, but right. I think that's just not. It's not confirmed by StarWars.com or anything. But I mean, that's what everyone's kind of thinking. That that's probably like an end sequence or something like a Return of the Jedi. We show certain places type of thing, mm-hmm. most likely. But yeah, there, there's no confirmation where it actually shows up in the film. Oh, see, I thought Batu was more during the rise of the First Order. Yeah, let's look it That's up. That's the impression I was under. Can we uh, can we can we look it up really quickly? In the meantime, Joseph, sing us a song. Anyway, no, we could continue talking about Batu because I learned that one of the characters that is in Batu is the spy that is in Phasma. Yes, um, I knew I knew her name from her name somewhere. looked familiar, and the description of her looked familiar. Um, but I think it was uh, I think Anthony Carboni or. Um, the other lady that we were literally just talking about. <laughs> what the heck is her name? Andy Gutierrez. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, thought, I think one of them tweeted that when they were shooting 
for their Star Wars show um, this week because it was all in Galaxy's Edge this yeah. week. It was awesome. Um, that they they walked past the actress and <laughs> they said that they turned around and they go, "We know who you are," and she <laughs> and the actress just kind of raised her lip, her finger to her lips and was like, "Shh, don't tell anybody I'm here." That's okay. I'm this here. says on wdwnt.com which is like a the world disney Walt disney world yeah. kind of thing yeah so it says it literally sits on galaxy on the edge of the galaxy uh of course it's 14 acres and uh for the timeline it sets somewhere after the events of the last jedi and shortly before December's episode nine. Interesting. I told okay. you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but I was going to say, though, because he has the Falcon. He's borrowing it from right. Chewie. So the beginning of the movie could be him bringing back the Falcon to Chewie. And that's how we start the Rise of Skywalker. And then once now he has the, now they have the Falcon, then they can go on their adventure. And he put the rectangular dish back on then. Yeah, he did. Because it gets blown off mm-hmm. in the, uh, like, caves. In the caves, yep. So this... This so could, the first character we could possibly see is, is Hondo. Hondo. Wow, that's crazy, and that makes sense, and that would make people like when they go to Galaxy's Edge now, they're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, this is right before right, right, the right. Rise of Skywalker." It's crazy. That's cool. That's I crazy. Awesome. Um, I love. It. I was gonna say something else, but I can't remember. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to get excited there. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's gone. Whatever it was, it's totally gone. Talk about Hondo, Rise of Skywalker, the dish. Battle of Crate. Oh, uh, Batu. <laughs> yeah. um, that's also the planet that Anakin goes to in the Thrawn series. Oh, he goes there. Yeah, Anakin and uh, Padme gets lost there. One of her handmaids goes off and does stuff, and that's where Anakin and Thrawn meet before Anakin becomes Vader. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, from what I understand, is there's laser bolts that are on the cantina mm-hmm. of of on Batu, and that's from that battle. So if you go to Galaxy's Edge and ask if uh, Padme had been here at one time, they should play it. They they, they have might to, they, they would they would hopefully they would know. or they would say somebody here knew that she was here. Yeah, at one time. and if you're at a certain vendor, they'll hand you the doll. I think right. There's a doll of Padme, or is that a doll Ray? I don't know. Well, also cool. the other thing too, if you go to Galaxy's Edge, go to the Droid Depot because that's where you can get that coin to load it. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So what wasn't it BD one buddy droid one right BD one yeah can we make him at, at the droid not yeah I think it's just B uh, it's BB just, units uh, and Astro and, droids and, and BB, BB units, units. Yeah. man that'd be so cool yeah, our our series or BB series that's all you can do right what now. What, what was Iden Versio's uh, droid uh, um, what was his I think it was a it was a modified interrogator droid. I like how they painted him uh, white and orange when she joins the when she joins and, and, and then you know BB eight is white and orange is pretty cool but. Um, but yes, yes, it yes. has a name. I just don't remember what it was. So that'd be pretty cool, though, to see Hondo. It's a secret droid. Oh, okay, to see Hondo there at the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker, a secret droid. Yeah, ID Ten secret droid. Oh, ID, and it's it. canon. Yeah, because he's in the uh, he's in the Battlefront Two. Slice, slice that. I like how that's like a thing now in Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. Slice Slicing. it. Yeah, I'm like ah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but. Um, what else was okay so somebody posted on instagram or you know okay apparently it was somebody on instagram posted that pride is hux's father in the rise of skywalker Mm -hmm. that's where it took off 
and everyone's like, okay, no, it wasn't variety. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. They had seen the picture and they posted it, and that one person who posted it, it that took off, and everybody was like, oh yeah, Pride's Huck's father, and then other people like they were like like we were like no because Huck's. Has a father, has a father already name. in canon, and and so and that was a thing that took off that no one really understands why yeah. or how it gained traction. But yeah, there's there's no way, and yeah, so that was one thing. That yeah, I because read. we didn't see it in the article, and it's like we yeah. read that article immediately, you know. <laughs> and now once like, they did they say <clears throat> it's Huck's uh, Pride change. Huck's changed his name to Pride. It's yeah, like, no, does not dog doesn't make any sense. And like even the describing him in the article, it's like no, it doesn't even say it. They don't even do the same job. <laughs> yeah, so I don't understand why this guy. I guess he just wanted to be like, oh, this would be pretty cool, and he posted it, and that was it. It exploded everywhere. Well, and the other thing is, like, Star's fans are starved for information about this movie. Man, we we gotta have it. <laughs> gotta have it. Man. And so, Give anytime it anything that even sounds slightly plausible comes out, <laughs> it gets blasted all over the internet. Man. So should we uh, should we like start telling like everyone to contact Lucasfilm to give us another trailer before October? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I mean, let me ask you: Would you want to see another trailer before October? Yes and no. It's like uh, it comes out. It's my job to watch it, and I'm getting to the point where it's like I rather just get the experience because all four of us might be reunited again <laughs> yeah. and see it. So I just like, can't wait to see it. <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm so excited about it. Are you more hyped for this one than you have been, for, than you were for the Force Awakens? Not for the Force Awakens, but I will say I'm more hyped for this one than I was for the Last Jedi, and I was pretty hyped for the Last Jedi. I, I think my level of hype gets gets bigger with like for the Force Awakens, it was insane. The, for yeah. the Last Jedi, it was bigger because I was like, "What's the next chapter?" Mm-hmm. And now, like, it's for me, it's building up so much that it's like, "This is the final one. This is the final." I gotta know how this all ends. Yeah. I gotta know how it all ties together at the very end. Yeah, my hype for The Force Awakens was insane. Yeah. Like, my year was just shot. Because it was just all <laughs> The Force Awakens stuff and trying to find out stuff. It was before we got our podcast. Yeah. I and then my hype it. for The Last Jedi was super, super high. Not as intense, yeah. but it was up there. I was ready to make this movie my favorite movie of all time. I love the title. Love the director. And it's like, we're getting Luke back. And then that happened. So now it's like, <laughs> so now I'm like, uh, it's, it's like, I'm I'm excited, but it's not like it's whatever happens on screen isn't gonna like. I'm I'm keeping my hype levels pretty low. I I can't after help the trailer it. though. I'm like, oh my god, Star Wars is back. Mm-hmm. I can't help it, man. Like I'm hyped because of the Force Awakens, because of the Last Jedi. I'm I'm super hyped for the Rise of Skywalker because I want to know. The next step and plus now i want to know what in the world's been going on this whole time yeah and what ray's part is in all of this you know because i, I think that's amazing i'm hyped hyped just kidding all right <laughs> what else we got today uh i was gonna bring up something but then you started talking about that last topic i'm sorry and i totally forgot it's gonna bring something up and then you started talking <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm sorry guys how what was it? I get so excited about Star Wars. Did we want to talk about the thing that we were talking about earlier? What's the thing that we were talking about earlier? The whole collider. Oh, nah, nah, no, <laughs> nah. I think we should talk about it. I mean, mind you, I'm not a collider like listener. So when I saw this clip, I was just really embarrassed for the collider for for how they 
they portray that. And plus, he said something in the in the video. All right, yeah, just get into it. Just do it. Just just talk okay. about it. So I've been a Collider fan for two decades. I would go to the website, look at movie news, and I can remember going to school and going to Collider and, and seeing Frosty and Peter Serretta, who now does Slash Film, do like little videos on stuff. And I was always asking myself, why don't they do this like weekly? There's so much news they could just do weekly. And eventually they ended up doing it weekly. But Collider purchased AMC's Movie Talk, and now it's Collider's Movie Talk, and they brought over Christian Harloff, who does his show, Jedi Council. And I do watch it time to time, most of the time, when I do have the time. Um, and I do agree with a lot of what he says. And he just uh, he hosts a, 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 like a talk show, like a, almost like a Howard Stern-type movie talk show in the mornings Mm -hmm. and he started talking about the fact that collider jedi council didn't get invited to galaxy's edge and he said i'm not gonna talk about it because they didn't invite us and they're usually invited to all the big stuff they usually have someone but see the thing collider was invited but it just wasn't jedi council it was their writers and they have a website where they write about film and star wars so two people did attend galaxy's edge the opening got the whole experience with all the major media. So he just said that on his podcast, he wasn't going to talk about Galaxy's Edge because he personally did not get to go in. The Jedi Council show wasn't invited. And that was it. And his producer got on there and said, no, you're talking about it. And then he said, no, I'm not. You can get someone else. So he was very upset. I mean, he does a lot of behind-the-scenes work, and he's always he's a Star Wars guy. I was telling you before, he his last name is Canon in Star Wars. Harloff. Harloff Minor is a is a plant, one of Claudia Bra- Claudia Gray's books. So yeah, he was just extremely hurt. And he's in LA. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they'd have to fly him or anything. He just drive to the park. And I know there's other podcasters that I personally met at Chicago Celebration that got to go as well. Mm-hmm. And you gotta ask yourself the question, okay? So, what what criteria did they? Who? How did they make the decision to pick who they pick? And I do know some people from Atlanta got to go, and um, there's probably a whole lot more, like not like super huge publications they got to attend. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I guess in the end, it's kind of who you know and. How well connected and how well Disney knows you. Well, I mean, Collider was there, just not his. Right, right. And plus, Collider owns Jedi Council, right? Like, is is yeah, it underneath yeah, Jedi Council? Is a show of Collider. Yeah. So I guess for Disney, they were like, "Well, we got the writers, we got the people, the bloggers, and they could go on each of these things." Which the producers said they're going to be here. They're, they they have good interviews. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of good notes. We are going to talk about it. Yeah. And he was like, "No, I'm not going to talk about it." And it, <laughs> it, 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 it. At first, I understood where he was coming from. But then, as the if you watch this video, it, it gets worse as it goes for me because I'm like, "Oh my gosh, dude!" Like it, at first, it sounded like a professional. Then it just ends up sounding like a kid who didn't get a candy bar at the end of the day. Right. And he said, "He goes, I've been busting my butt for five years as a Star Wars fan." <laughs> and I'm like, "What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't understand that." Yeah. I mean. For five years, he says he's been working hard as a Star Wars fan, and I'm like, I what is, 
I've been working hard as a Star Wars fan for. Well, I think he meant he's years. been working hard to promote Star Wars, and he does have a lot of follows, views, fans. I mean, he's like a really big time source for a lot of people to get their Star Wars info. So, yeah, it's. I mean, he's th- th- that's his job. That's his career. That's what he does. That's all he does. Talk about is, is talk about Star Wars. Read up on all the canon. Read all the books, but he gets all the books for free. Mm-hmm. They give just give him the stuff. But this one instance where he didn't get an in that he thought he should he deserved, yeah, that does come off kind of bad. Yeah. But I mean, he's always on camera, and I mean, he's gonna have a slip up here and there. Yeah, yeah, and, true. Um, I mean, we we yeah, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, if you have a camera on you twenty four seven, just about like this guy does, I mean. You're gonna get to a point where you get frustrated, and it's an early morning show too. Yeah. So, what, what was your opinion on it? I, mean, I don't care either way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And I mean, he's a super awesome guy. I've met him at every celebration, and yeah, I've been listening to him for a long time. He used to have a podcast called Far Far Away, mm-hmm. and he hosted it with Tiffany Smith, and that was when The Force Awakens was about to come out, and that show got me super hyped. That was one of the 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 pieces of of media podcast that really like got my hype levels through the roof, but it got disbanded. Tiffany Smith is now a a working actor, and hey, she's a she? yeah she's a big <laughs> yeah she's a big Star Wars fan, big Lord of the Rings fan, so <laughs> almost like us, right? Yeah, but if it makes him feel any better, Star Wars stuff podcast did not get invited either to, <laughs> to Galaxy's Edge, so so hopefully he feels better about that, knowing that we. An established podcast to get to go. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, we're not as established, but <laughs> I'm just joking. We're working on it. We're working. We're, well, we're trying our numbers lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we try. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, all right, what else uh, was that? It for for today. I think that's it for the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was fun. I had a lot of fun talking about that. And uh, thank you all for listening to last <laughs> week's podcast. Had a lot podcast. of fun too, Dan. Yeah, thank you. What a good time we just had. What a great time. Thank you for listening to last week's episode, and also thank you for listening to all our episodes. We appreciate it. Um, tune in next week. We have another awesome topic for you. If you want to look us up on Instagram, Facebook, our other Facebook page, you want to donate to us, all the links are going to be there at the bottom. And yeah, we'll be back next week. And may the force be with you. Always. Pew, 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 pew. It's a trap.